2020. Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> oh yeah, rest in <laughs> peace. Look at that. Eardrums. Oh fuck. <laughs> we have the wow. like. You can see how loud something is, like the wavelengths, and it's it's loud. Oh my god. <laughs> the breasts are so. Small. Oh my god. We did the most. We we brought it in with a bang. How's everyone doing? Thank We're you. back. We're here. It's 2020. Happy New Year. It's a new decade. It is a new decade. And I'm excited. I don't care if any of you listening say it's 2021 is the actual decade. Time is subjective. Do people say that? Yeah, people, because it's like the year one was the first year. So technically the first decade would be one to 11. Why? And why it's just are like, people, why are people so hell bent on killing joy? The beginning of time is probably off by like a thousand years or so. Yeah, so like, <laughs> were any of you around for the year one? I don't think so, Biatch. So relax. And also, I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I have to remove myself from this another episode. Another episode. Yeah, I have to remove myself from the conversation because I'm getting a little here and irritated. But um, uh, we're gonna get back into our our typical intro that you guys are all yes. familiar with. Start us off, Megan. We're gonna do some tweets. My first tweet is from Bald Boy Blues. <laughs> At Bald Boy Blues. Um, being overly sensitive is a curse. I'm in the process of moving out for the first time, so I have to. So I have a lot of stuff that I need to get rid of slash donate. And the thought of getting rid of this Scooby-Doo pencil box I've had since I was 10 is making me lose my fucking mind. (laughs) I feel that I just got a new car and I feel that so hard with the car, which is obviously a bigger purchase, but I'm Mm -hmm. that way with everything. I kind of am too, which is shocking because that's not my personality. Yes, maybe. I don't know. I actually just, when I went home for break, went to the storage unit that my parents have uh-huh. um, that has, like, all my childhood shit in it because they moved out of, like, the mm-hmm. house that they were living in. Um, and I was, like, I, I'd i been asking them to go for a while because I had this weird panic sometime last summer mm-hmm. of, like, I have none of my childhood mementos. Where are they? I need it all. <laughs> Where is my diary? Where is this little fucking pencil? Where is this box? Where is this thing? Yeah. I, like, had this weird, like, like immediate angst about mm-hmm. it. And I went to the storage unit and like things were there and I felt at ease. Yeah. It, it really put my <laughs> mind to rest about the whole thing. But I'm so, I have a box in my closet right now that's mm-hmm. literally just to anyone else garbage. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's like a little, I have like a wristband from mm-hmm. like a, oh, I don't even know. No, literally at the bottom of my work bag, wherever it is, when I went to Outside Lands this past year, the first pair of tickets we bought got voided and so we had to buy them again, but they had already sent the first pair of wristbands. So I still have those wristbands like in perfect condition. Yeah. What the, when the frick am I ever <laughs> going to use those ever again? But they cannot leave the bottom of my bag. No, 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 no. I feel God. the same way. I, I hoard things like a crazy person, which is very weird because generally I'm a purger. Yeah. But not about things that I think have sentimental value, which is that's super fair, weird. That's fair. Um, okay. My tweet is from Rob from online mm-hmm. and uh, not Rob, my brother, in case anyone was wondering, just some other dude. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I would argue that this is like the funniest tweet, but like I just really just like, like this it. tweet. So Go I'm just going to read it because I like it. Okay. It says, crazy how before dating apps, the only way to meet someone was to bump headfirst into them while carrying a huge stack of important papers. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. I love that. That's like every like 90s exactly. to 2000s rom-com Yeah, ever. literally. Bump into um, them at like a coffee shop or something while you're carrying something of value. My honorable mention tweet, because I don't know if we're still seeing we're, Little we're, Women. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Is, I saw Little Women on a date, then we had dinner, went dancing, went home, had sex, slept over, had sex again, got breakfast in the morning, and through all of that, I could not stop thinking about Florence Pugh. <laughs> 
any of you guys know Florence Pugh or know me, you know I love Florence Pugh, and you know you should love Florence Pugh, too. <laughs> she is amazing. Oh, and that's from 13013. Um, if you've so seen funny. Little Women, you understand the love. And I just put that out there. Go see Little Women. Um, I need to go see it. Support female person doing it. Um, okay, mine is actually a video tweet, which is why it's an honorable mention, but <laughs> it's can't stop thinking about that dog singing with perfect vibrato. Oh, God. So I'm going to play this for you guys right now. Oh. You're such a good singer. Oh, you're such a good singer. You're such a good singer. Is that not perfect vibrato? That's so funny. What I'm... great breath support. <laughs> Music dorks. Heck? Here we are. Yeah, isn't that phenomenal? I was. Like, I have not seen that. That's lovely. It's it's beautiful. I want him to. Re- When's his album dropping? <laughs> Honestly, hit my line. Um, do you have a song? Oh, I do. Okay, so I started watching The Politician. Oh, yeah. I love it. I haven't finished it yet, so to be determined, because we okay. both know that endings okay, okay. can ruin shit for me. But um, I've been listening to Ben Platt's version of River on mm. freaking mm. repeat. It is so beautiful. I, he, oh my god. It, I love it so much that as a catalyst, I watched Pitch Perfect 2. Ooh. Um. The other night, well, I'd seen Pitch Perfect 1 while I was home, just caught it on cable, but I intentionally went out of my way to watch it, because I was like, I just need more Ben Platt in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, It's so... It's beautiful. So if you haven't, River by Ben Platt from The Politician soundtrack. Did you see my Finsta post with that? So good. No. Oh, I did. I did. I did see it. I I found the picture again, and I was like, was that... I saw him in a show, and so I took a picture with him for context, Mm -hmm. and I just... Kind of, because he wasn't super famous then, just, you know, he was known in the theater community. And so the fact that he's so huge now, I was like, okay, this picture's aged well. Like, (laughs) good for him. Also, he is at the glow up of the century. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, the picture I posted was still, uh, oh my God. Was still when he was a baby. When he was (laughs) a little baby. Like, perfect kind of days. Yeah. Um, okay, my songs, <laughs> I can never narrow it down, but when Over Break and, like, the car rides to and from, I could not stop listening to Stormzy's new album, specifically Heavy, well, so the album is called Heavy as the Head, um, and I think the song Crown, which has that lyric in it, is gonna be one of the songs. <laughs> and then I also have been listening to a lot of Rosalia. And her, I do not speak Spanish at all, but Dia 14 de Abril. Oh. Do you know how to say 14 in Spanish? Dia, Dia, oh. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot, I'm sorry. It's 11, 12, 13, 14. Is that 14? I don't know. But Dia 14 de Abril. <laughs> I know I just watched that, but it is so beautiful and all of her music is perfect and the end. Yes. Um, I need to listen. I have not listened to either of them, so. They're, they're pretty, well. I guess Rosalie has been around, but I just recently just started listening it. to yeah. both of those two. I need to, I need to give that a try. I need some new music. My music has been drying up. It's been drier than the freaking Sahara Desert recently. Um, those Spotify uh, daily mixes. Oh, I should do that. Okay. Made for you. Because whenever weekly. I don't know what to listen to, I listen to my like 70s, 80s, 90s uh-huh. playlist, which just always brings me joy. <laughs> but I think that people driving next to me think it's weird that I'm like screaming Lionel Richie at the top of my lungs. Oh, I so. love that. Um, yeah, I need some new current music. <laughs> send in your, your favorite. Yeah, send right us now. music suggestions, please. 
Okay, so <laughs> today's topic we're really excited about. We wanted to kick off the new year and the new decade. Fuck all you people that say it's not the new decade because it is. <laughs> we wanted to kick off the new year and the new decade with a topic kind of a little more inspirational and something that I think should be a good mindset to carry into this this brand new year that we have in front of us. So with that being said, we are talking about just generally why you shouldn't care what people think and stop caring what other people think mm-hmm. because... For starters, your life is your life, and as long as you're happy, what other people think doesn't matter. New year, new you. We're not going into this year with negative energy because of what other people think. True. Or inhibitions about what we want to pursue and do and be. Exactly. Because of what other makes people you think. happy. Something makes you happy. Just, just do it. <laughs> What's that freaking Shia above me? Just, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> there it is. But uh. And that's the podcast. It is. So we were discussing how it is. Sorry, my friend told me that his one critique of the podcast is that I seemed far away from the mic. And I was like, yes, that's because I was laying down on my bed. <laughs> um, Thank you. Oh, I love that you so gave I'm us a critique. We finally Nick. got one. I'm trying not to move Thank now. you, Nick. Um, Thank you, Next. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like literally everyone, even people who say, oh, I don't care what other people think. Um, maybe they're farther along in their journey, but everyone mm-hmm. to an extent feels a little bit of that judgment from other people. Yeah. Um, and, you know. No, a, th- a thousand percent. I think... Has feelings about that. Yeah, I think this is a... I was kind of talking to my dad today about this because he was like... I told him we were recording mm-hmm. podcast and he was like, what's the topic? Because Bob and Loki are <laughs> our biggest fan. Um, and he was like, oh yeah, I think that's like a great topic. Like, that's something we're all always working mm-hmm. on. And I was like, that's really true. Like, this isn't something that you ever just achieve. Like, it's mm-hmm. something you actually actively have to work at and continue to grow in as you go into different stages of your life because you're going to be encountering new situations and things that might cause you to feel susceptible to other people's judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that goes through all of life, right? Like, I think in middle yeah. school and high school, you think, like, oh, like, I just want to... I just want to graduate and, like, go to college and be an adult so I don't have to worry about the stupid drama. Mm-hmm. And the drama... The drama Perhaps size. gets less stupid. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, people are always petty. Pe- like, adults have feelings, too. Your parents care what other yeah, people think. Totally. Which is a sad thought. <laughs> um, no, my parents... Um, no, you're perfect. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it's... I think it's human nature, honestly, to, like human beings just at our core we're Mm -hmm. very social and we put a lot of I don't know importance on the relationships with the people we have in our lives and I think that's why we get so hung up on like what getting validation and approval from people even if like you're a person who's like I don't care what strangers think of me it's like I used to say this thing and I think it's kind of the perfect analogy um about singing and like being afraid to sing and having mm-hmm. stage fright of like I'd rather sing in front of a room of fifty strangers than sing in front of a room of fifty pe- of my oh. like, closest friends oh, and family. Yeah. <laughs> like I always used to say that when my parents would ask me why I had such bad stage fright because it was like I just I care so much about what you guys think about me and yeah. I don't want to let anyone down like I don't want anyone to think I'm bad whatever. But the older I get, the more it's like so stupid. <laughs> That's such an interesting analogy too because I would always choke at school like, musical theater auditions, Mm -hmm. and, like, would always get so nervous for those performances. And when I started doing theater not at school, and I was just performing to, like, an auditorium of whoever, Mm -hmm. I was, like, fine. I started getting, like, better roles, and it was just, like, this is fun. This is what I like. So that's totally true. It's really interesting, and I don't know why that is. I think it's 
because you know we know those people and we love them and care about them and we want them to like have a high opinion of us I guess and these people who I've been trying to get better with this people who you're never gonna see again I'm like fuck it like I'm gonna do this thing I'm gonna I'm gonna take pictures here you know for Instagram I'm gonna take selfies yeah those silly things a thousand percent yes and I feel like it's so funny as I that one of those things for me also was singing in my car like really just going uh-huh. in when I sing and like dancing and stuff I used to be so embarrassed uh-huh. if like someone saw me doing that and ever since I moved to LA you're never really in a situation where like you're not next to someone yeah. who can't see you you know what I mean so I've gotten to this point of like fuck it I'm never <laughs> gonna see this person again and this song is a bop yeah. I will sing and dance with my whole heart and it's fine and whatever and you know what a couple nights ago I did that and a bus driver pulled up next to me and he was like kind of cheering me on and dancing people with me. love that I still remember I was in San Diego and we were driving we were driving wherever and the girl the lady in the car in front of us was like like you could <laughs> see her like whipping around and like dancing I like you could it. see her silhouette in the back you know I love and it. we we ended up being behind her for like maybe 10 minutes or something like that and she was doing it the entire time <laughs> And, yeah, and you love it. We were laughing. Like, we were like, yeah, like, I, I want to dance now, right? Like, yeah. Rarely is there going to be a person that sees someone singing in the car and be like, loser. Like, they're going to be and like, that's so are, cute. You don't want to be friends with that person. And, and like, you're never going to see them again. Yeah, true. In the car next very, to you. very true. Very true. Um, but anyways, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting <laughs> that we, we put so much emphasis on what other people think about us yeah. when it's like, our... I don't know. We should be making decisions about the things we do on a day-to-day basis and, like, overarching Mm -hmm. in our life based on what will make us the most happy. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not all exactly the same. I don't have the same thoughts and opinions as my mom and my dad and my friends and my brother, like, whoever else. So why would I make decisions about my life based on what would make them happiest? You know what I'm saying? And, like, something we're going to talk more about is how much happier you are when you truly get to, like, not really Mm -hmm. caring what other people think. Because, of course, it's a journey and, of course... You're always going to have a little bit of that, like, in the back of your head being right. like, oh, what are they thinking? Like, that's literally in our DNA. Yeah. But, like, course. to decide you want to do something and not text 10 friends about it or, like, you know, worrying what they're going to think or whatever else and just doing it because you're like, yeah, this feels good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy about this. Like, I want to do this and just doing it. Like, you're going to be so much more productive. You're going to do more things that you love to do. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Yeah. (laughs) The overarching theme of this is, like, your happiness should be reliant on you and how you feel about yourself and the things that you're doing in your life and nobody else. Um, And when you get to that place, even when I get glimpses of it, because I'm definitely not there 100%. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I am. But when I do make decisions with that type of a mindset, it's so... Oh my god, it's so empowering. It's like free. And liberating. Yeah, you're like, I'm doing this because I want to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. And yeah. there can be naysayers and all this other stuff. But like at the end of the day, you feel happiest with those decisions because you know you made them. You made those choices mm-hmm. out of like the purest desire to do that thing. Yeah. Or be that thing or wear that thing or whatever it is. Totally. That you're doing. I feel like... <laughs> The most recent example that's popping up just because it happened today in my mind is with my car where, like, I was not, let's just get it out there. I was not going to buy a car because, you know, Melanie texted me and said, I love this type of car. Go yeah. get it. Right? <laughs> like, specifically because really? of money. You're a bad friend. <laughs> but, but, okay. <laughs> but I was totally caught up in this thing because I've been looking for a car for about two weeks now. Um, seriously, for about two weeks now where if someone said, like, oh, like, I don't like Hondas. 
because I really like this one Honda. And then mm-hmm. one person said, like, oh, like, you don't really want a Honda, though, do you? And I, like, literally Why? was like, oh, like, now I don't want a Honda. Like, those little yeah. things where it was like, I was... I was texting all my friends, like, what do you think about this car? What do you think about this car? Do you want to come shopping with me? Because I was trying to get all this validation when it was like, realistically, I'm truly, I'm not going to buy a car because Mm -hmm. my friend likes it. But I was so worried about them not liking it. Yeah. And like having a judgment about it. When like you have a car, it's working. Mm -hmm. What friend is going to be like, um, like Megan's a little weird because she got a Honda, (laughs) like, or whatever it is. Right. No, I think that actually brings up a really interesting point of why you shouldn't care about what other people think because people form like no offense to whoever your friend is mm-hmm. uh, what is that it was, it was a tweet oh it was a tweet <laughs> yeah even worse oh yeah that is worse but it's like but but people... like that was just an example i didn't want to call people out because no, no, there's no, yeah, no, more fair. things but it's like people form opinions like that over the most asinine yeah. stuff oh yeah Great like, point. what catalyst created that opinion? Probably something that you care nothing about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ah, I had a friend who drove a Honda and then they stabbed me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe they just have some subconscious thing that happened and now they're like, I don't like Hondas. Yeah. But it's like, Hondas are great cars. Plenty of cars are great cars. Yeah. Not all of them, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, like, plenty of them, as long as the thing has four wheels and starts when yeah. you put the key in it and doesn't die every time you fill it up with gas... Cough, cough, Megan's old car. (laughs) Why does it matter? Like, it's so weird. And I think that's just such a big reason why caring about what other people think can hold you back in certain ways. Because it's like, why is your random little opinion important to me? Like, why am I taking that on as my own and my own burden? And I feel like the process took so much longer because of that. Yeah. Like, the productivity thing is such a... Maybe something you don't immediately think about when you think about not caring about mm-hmm. what other people think, but truly it is. No, literally. And it's it's so funny, too, because, like, with my car, um, I drive a Jeep, and I have a million friends who, when I got the car, were like, oh, my God, Jeeps are so cool. Like, oh, my God, I love this car. I'm so excited. There are also plenty of people that were like, I don't really like Jeeps. I don't like the way they drive. I don't like the way they Yo, look. Yo, what's up like... with people saying that? <laughs> I, and I was like okay, it's not your car, so I fucking love it, and kiss my ass, no, um, I was like, okay, like, good thing you don't have to drive it, like, that always is what it comes down for me, is like, and I try to catch myself doing this too, with a lot of, like, just sort of, I don't know, surface level type of Mm -hmm. stuff, of trying to be like, when I start having an opinion on something, like, oh, I don't like what that girl's wearing. I'm like, well, you don't have to wear it, so shut yeah. up, Melanie. You don't need to, like, voice that opinion. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why it's innate in us to, um, to, like, worry about what other people are thinking is because we pass judgments on other people. Thousand percent. Um, and I feel like, perhaps not, but I have a theory, <laughs> like, the harsher of a judge you are on someone, the more worried you are to are about what other people think of you because you think everyone else is thinking how you're thinking Mm -hmm. when in reality like I feel like most people are not yeah you know like to the extreme right for sure for sure um we we don't pay as much attention oh to other people as we do to ourselves and we've kind of touched on this before but it's like I it affects me in absolutely zero ways what car you get and yep. what brand it is, other than like maybe occasionally I'll be in it. Yeah. But like again, as long I as I sat in the it... back seat, so I knew you guys would fit. <laughs> I literally did. Uh, well, yes. That, thank you. <laughs> that makes me sound like I'm like nine feet tall. Like, why would I not? Fit? No, because I'm the tallest. So I was like, if I fit, they will fit. We're good. That's so fair. I I always feel bad about that in my car because Jeeps have like notoriously uncomfortable back seats, and no, I'm like, I was oh, just being sorry. extra. I don't think it literally matters. Uh, yeah, but oh my god, I totally lost my train of thought. 
Oh, we were just talking about how, like, you think of yourself more than anyone right. else thinks of. Thank you. I needed that. Uh, you have, Megan's wearing something <laughs> on her head that it looks like a veil. I know. Oh, my God. She's going to get married. Um, yeah, we think that other people are paying so much attention to us, but, like, they're not, and no. we're not paying attention to them. And it's no. such a weird... It's like a fleeting thought, right? Yeah. We, this is, again, what we talked about in a, several podcasts ago, mm-hmm. where I was talking about, like, you're not the man on fire, like yeah. that Chris Alia thing about like you're we're all the star of our own movie, but yeah. like only to ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. So it's so weird unless you're like a famous person, I guess. I don't know. They get a that's a whole other thing, but... and also like probably famous people. If you're listening to this, you probably shouldn't care unless they're like friends or family because yeah, you you're have probably so rich. many people in your like sphere. Of I love fans. how you said you have so many people, and I said you're rich. <laughs> Those were our two. Well, reasons. just like there are so many people looking at them who are judging them versus like us. True. Just yeah, that's very true. At the mall. That's very and true. And so if you literally thought you would explode. Oh yeah, that's super true. I think other thing I want to bring up too is like for me personally, mm-hmm. I'm hyper self-critical like I always have been like mm-hmm. I, I just expect myself to be perfect all the time at everything which is yeah. unattainable and psychotic mm-hmm. so if you're <laughs> like that take it from me stop relax it's gonna be fine and the older I get the more I've had to like really for ba- lack of a better word like unclench yeah and stop setting myself up for that standard because when you're already like self-critical than other people's judgments it's just like a layer of it's even worse you just feel like you're constantly being judged and I think that that's also something that like I need to work on as far as like being too self-critical and caring too much about what other people think Mm -hmm. um but I think it's it's a bad thing when it becomes something that prevents you from like going after something something you really are love or you care about or are passionate about like for me that's always been like music Mm -hmm. and singing like I've never I waited until 21 I was 21 years old to really like try to start singing and learning about it because I was so so afraid of like being bad at it and Mm -hmm. I when I think about that it's like I'm I was afraid of being bad at it because I thought other people would judge me you know Mm -hmm. like it you, you don't if you're just bad at something, like, there's plenty of things I'm bad at, and I'll openly mm-hmm. admit that I'm bad at them. For example, I'm bad at um, not dropping items frequently because oh. I'm a huge klutz. Um, and I'm not that great at science. I don't know. Yeah. But nobody's like, freaking weirdo. She's bad at science. You know, like, yeah. that's never something that I felt like people would judge me for. Um, but... It's so weird that the only reason we really care about being bad at something is because we think other people are going to, like, have an opinion about, a negative opinion yeah. about us and if, because of it. Right. And I think that's the difference, too, exactly that, like, yeah, sure, someone might have an opinion exactly on, like, whether or not they like, in this example, like, your singing voice, but they're mm-hmm. not going to be like, oh, I dislike or like Melanie as a human being Yeah. because of that. And, like, if it's so you weird. don't sing just because one person doesn't like or like 10 people whatever don't like your singing voice Mm -hmm. it's like well there's also 7 billion people in the world (laughs) so like true there are if we seriously thought about every single thing that people thought about us we would never ever ever get anything done yeah and uh, there would just be nothing (laughs) like no there's so many people who can pass judgments on us like our family our friends you know, good or bad judgments, mm-hmm. people you go to school with, people you pass on the street, like, mm-hmm. it's endless. But the big question of that is, like, why do we care? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I, when you say it that way, it's like, 
why do I care yeah. what other people think of me? Ugh, that don't... I love this therapy session. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't know my heart. They don't know my intentions. They don't know what makes me happy. And mm-hmm. whatever makes me happy, again, it, you can't please everyone. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the fatal flaw in this logic. It's, like, even if you're, like, I don't know, if you're do- not doing something or doing something because of other people's opinions, there are still going to be plenty of people who don't have the same opinion and yeah. are, like, I don't like that. I don't agree with that. Like, that's how things and work. <laughs> right. And then it's just this vicious cycle of, like, you're friggin' unhappy because you're not doing the things you want to do mm-hmm. or you're not, I don't know, whatever it is. Right. But you're also unhappy because you're never going to, no one is ever going to get every single person on board with every decision that they make. Yeah. That is just the freaking truth of it. We're going to talk specifically about friends judging you because I feel like the first step to not caring what people think, for me, maybe it's different, but like it's like not caring what strangers think. I really care about what my friends think. Yeah. What, who people, you know, the people I think are cool and like love. Yeah. <laughs> think of me. Well, you've selected them to be in your life, so exactly. you value their opinions. Ooh, heavy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I had, someone told me something once where she was like, I think it's funny when people say, like, we'll ask you a question or be like, oh, I heard this, but like, no judgment. Um, like I'm, I'm not judging, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think it's so funny because like, of course they're judging. Like you pass judgment on everything, but, but what they're saying is, you know, I'm not going to look at you negatively because of right. this. And I think that's such a cornerstone to friendship mm-hmm. because not everything your friend does, you're going to be like a hundred percent like, oh, yeah, super cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Thrilled with, right? But yeah. they're their own person. And, and I mean, this is on the kind of flip side of caring what people think about you, right? But, like, if you're spending all your time sitting around judging people and, like, wasting your energy on other people, like, that's bad, too. Yeah. But if you have friends that that you have chosen to put in your life <laughs> that are making you feel bad about the things that you are wearing or doing with your life or driving. Or yeah, well, if anyone or, makes fun of you for what you drive... No, I'm sure cut, they're not. I'm cut sure they're not. off immediately. <laughs> um, you know, just whatever you're doing in your life, like, that can so quickly pile up and become so toxic. Mm-hmm. And, and because my belief is that it's a cornerstone. Why would you want that person to be your friend then? Because your friends are supposed to be supporting you in the things that you're happy about and that you're trying to achieve and the things that you just simply like. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my biggest pet peeve is music snobs who are like, oh, you like, you know, Justin Bieber, like you like One Direction or like, you like country, right? Stuff like that. And aren't just like, oh yeah, like, I don't really get the appeal of Justin Bieber's music, but it's another thing to be like, oh, you like Justin Bieber's music? Like, yeah. You know, those people who really go in on music, and I feel like that's a really common thing. I don't think anyone who is very passionate about music does that. That's a whole other conversation fake, topic. Fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like people that actually love music are like, listen to what you want to listen to. Like, right. That's the whole point of music. Oh, but anyway, it's like a, unrelated. Just like a simple example, though, like yeah. without getting too like deep yeah. into things. Like, would you want someone around who's constantly saying those things? Well, I think And do it's... you want to be that person? Spread a little positivity, you guys. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I think it's, going off of that, I think it's also like those friends that make you feel embarrassed. Yeah. Ooh, that's what I was going for. Yep. Like, over little tiny like whatever nothing things like that like the kind of music you listen to or the clothes you wear or Mm -hmm. I don't even know like 
don't know, the way you eat. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, Like, what does Marie Kondo say? Like, does it spark joy? Exactly. But it's just, like, I think it's so, your friends are such, they are the cornerstone of that. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in a situation where you have friends that are judging you and you're used to that feeling, Mm -hmm. then you're obviously going to, you know, be okay to take it from other people, too. And you never should. Like, if you have friends that are making you feel bad about yourself, Mm -hmm more than they should which i think is like most of the time like your friends shouldn't be making you feel bad the whole point of having friends is that they make you happy and you like (laughs) each other and you get along you support each other it's like what a waste otherwise yeah and it's exactly what you said of you know your friends are i totally lost it are we good today we're so tired you guys we've this we've both lost our train of thought multiple times oh my god you said something Wow, okay, I totally lost it. Wait, hold. Yo, your friends are supposed to be people. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Your friends are supposed to be people that, like, love and support you. Oh, yeah. You know? And I'm saying that with a questioning tone in my voice because it's so weird to me that we've all at one point or another, like, had a friend who did not make us feel loved and supported. And it's like, they don't have to agree with all of your decisions. You don't have to agree with all of theirs. Like you said, you're different people. I'm not going to... Every outfit that I wear, Megan's not going to be like, I would wear that. I like yeah. that outfit. Like, that's... I, I do that with most of your outfits, actually. Oh, It could be all of them. But I understand <laughs> the point. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's just, like, that's, A, the beauty of being unique individuals and surrounding yourself with people that are the exact same as you because it gives you the context to continue to learn and grow as a person. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like, if those people are making you feel bad for the choices okay. that you're making that are not harming anyone... Fuck that! Throw them out. Throw throw, throw the, the whole, whole person away. <laughs> oh my god, my friend from home, Melissa, says that all the time. She's like, throw the whole man in the garbage or whatever it is. I do that with. I've expanded it to like everything where I'm like, throw the whole thing out. Throw, <laughs> like, the throw whole it all thing away. Out. <laughs> no, but actually though, like, do not allow yourself to be surrounded by people yeah. that don't care. Like, don't have your greatest interest in mind. And to me, your greatest interest is supporting you in mm-hmm. the things that you're passionate about and the things that you like. I think um, we re-recorded over this because I lost my train of thought, but where I was going, I was talking about like, like middle school and all of that, and I think this is where I was going, where like in middle school, I feel like there are a lot of, you know, because this is the first time you're kind of forming social yeah. <laughs> groups and whatever else, Yeah. And, and you typically in middle school have a lot of judgy people in your life. Everyone in middle school thinks they are that biatch, and I don't know why. I truly but then on the flip side like you feel so insecure so like there's yeah, that too um and not that middle schoolers are a target audience but like if you <laughs> went around i'm saying if you went around and and i feel like i have and a lot of people do if you go around your whole 20s that's what this podcast is all mm-hmm. of your 20s being as afraid of people and what they think of you as you were in middle school mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. your 20s are supposed to be like the most formative years of your life like the foundation yeah. of your career and the people in your life and where you're gonna be and, and who all of you that. are and who you are and like if you're not doing exactly what you want what's the point of the decade you're kind of only cheating yourself only cheating i love that right but it, it's true though if you allow other people's supposed negative opinions and thoughts about you mm-hmm. to stop you from doing and being something that you're proud of and that you love mm-hmm you're the one that loses in the end. Like, they're not. It doesn't Mm -hmm. affect them whether you, I don't know, write songs or don't write songs. Like, you're the person that loses something there. And all of this is totally 
easier said than done. A thousand percent. And like we've said, we are not. I've said a thousand percent on this a podcast. Thousand percent. A thousand times. That's um, my, my catchphrase of the day, I guess. <laughs> um, yes, it, it totally is, though. It's such a journey, and, like, you're never going to get to the point where, you know, you're avoid of ever being affected by this, right? But yeah. and And, of course, it's good sometimes to be like, okay, this person doesn't think it's a good idea. Maybe I shouldn't do crack cocaine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the most obvious choice yeah, yeah, I could yeah, yeah, think no, of. That's super fair. Yeah, okay, obviously there's, like, you know... Where your friends are looking out for your health and safety. Like, yeah, maybe. And they're being petty. Like, yeah, there's definitely a difference there. Um, But like, if you can just take, because it's it's a beast to tackle. If you just take steps, little steps steps every day. And this is kind of the part of the journey that I'm on, I feel like, where I'll start panicking about what people think about my car or like, Mm -hmm. or something, you know, how I look in public or whatever. When you notice those, like, negative thoughts creeping in, like, literally stop yourself, whether it has to be, like, physically stopping yourself Mm -hmm. or just being, like, okay, like, mind refresh. Yeah. Like, call yourself out and be, like, no, no, actually, like, deep breath. This does not matter. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I want? What is my gut saying? Like, yeah. You know, if I was pulling choices out of a bag, what would I be, like, happy to be pulling out? That's what I always go to. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Kristen and I always do this thing where she, when when I was deciding between cars, I was like, okay, like, you know, the Honda or the Toyota, and I put up a poll, and she was like, which one is winning? And I was like, the Honda. And she was like, okay, and how do you feel about that? Because if I saw that, and I was like, oh, I feel shitty. Like, it would be like, okay, we'll obviously choose the Toyota then. It's so funny how we don't give ourselves enough credit for for how well we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. Like, (laughs) right? But, I mean, it's true. Like, we don't trust ourselves enough to, and that I think that's also why we Mm -hmm. value other people's opinions so much. We don't trust ourselves enough to make the decision that's going to be the best thing for us. Like, we don't trust ourselves to do that. Why? Because mm-hmm. whenever you don't make the correct decision, like, for your happiness or for your life, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like, yeah. pretty immediately. And when you make the right decision, you do know. But for some reason, we get so hung up on, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, yeah. I gotta ask other people. And it's, like, it's bad no, energy. you know you better than anybody else. More. Yeah. But, I mean, I truly think that is the most realistic, like, first step to take is calling yourself out, like, in your own mind. Yes. The deep breath really helps. Mm -hmm. And what you've said earlier in the podcast is like, why does this matter? This doesn't matter. Like, why do I care? Yeah. And I mean, if you can pinpoint something, okay, maybe talk that out. But like, yeah, 99% of the time you're not going to be able to. It's just because of like general anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I think something I've started doing as well, like the older I get, is Mm -hmm. doing things that I want to do that kind of make me uncomfortable because I'm like... I don't know what other people are going to think about yeah. this and then just forcing myself to do it anyway. Like, this is such a, I don't know, minute example, but mm-hmm. I was, my initial outfit for Christmas Eve yeah. was I, not turning out the way I, I wanted this. it to, and I put on this other outfit, and I asked my brother for his opinion, because my brother's weirdly, like, my style guru, mm-hmm. I don't know why, um, and he was like, I don't really like that, I don't like that with that, mm-hmm. and I was like, <sighs> but then I went back and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, I really like the way this yeah. looks. I'm very comfortable in this. Like, I feel good. I'm just going to wear it. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to let his opinion of not liking it right. stop me from wearing it. Again, this is so small scale, but it's just a good example, I think. And yes. then I walked back out into the kitchen, and he saw it again. He was like, I actually really do like the way that looks. I like the way you did this and that. Like, mm-hmm. he, he changed his opinion on it. And I yeah. feel like the only thing that changed 
because the outfit was obviously the same, <laughs> was my own confidence. confidence in wearing it. Yeah. That's like, ooh, ooh, two things I want to say and I can't <laughs> forget them. I feel like that's a good example, though, because, remember what you just said, but okay. <laughs> because... That's um, hard for me. We know I have the I feel play. like... I know. Me too. <laughs> I always say a goldfish. Yeah. For me. Not for you. <laughs> Melanie? Melanie, Melanie has the brain of a goldfish. Anyways, what was I going to say? I feel like that's a really Confidence. good point because um, it's easier to do what I just said. You know, it's still hard, but like take the deep breath and be mm-hmm. like, why do I care about this? It's harder when you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then someone's like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I know for me, I immediately, I'm like, whoosh, okay, like, rethink everything. <laughs> Not doing it anymore. This one person thinks I shouldn't be doing this, yeah. right? And they typically, and there's a difference between being petty and this too, typically they don't mean it with malice. They're just sharing their opinion and mm-hmm. it's not yours. And like, yeah. being confident though, exactly in exactly like what you know is going to make you happy. Yes. And my second point, which I remembered, good segue, <laughs> is the confidence bit where... So much of what you do, like, I feel like everyone's heard this, maybe not, but, like, well, a person looks so much better when they're confident. Right. And that is, you know, showing up to the club and also, like, in what you're doing. If you are confident about whatever career you're going into, if you're confident about, you know, the clothes you're wearing, Mm -hmm. it's going to look so much better on you. Yeah. The career, too. Not just the clothes. (laughs) All of it. Whatever it is that you're doing, like, do it with confidence and not uninhibited by the possibility of other people having bad opinions of you. Because it's, like, it's not their life. It's your life. And you don't have to like everything I wear or everything I do or my job. That's okay. It's not your job. It's not your whatever it is. So, And I feel like in addition to that... There is so much more when you decide you are confident in something and you're going to go with your gut and you're just going to go full force. This is what I want to do. This is what I like. People respect it so much more. Even Mm -hmm. if they, maybe if they don't like you, maybe if they don't agree with what you're doing, if you appear just good and like on your path and confident in what you're doing, there's just so much more respect. Like I've heard so much more of like, yeah, like I don't, I don't really know what they're doing. (laughs) And like, yeah, I don't think I could do that. And like, or, like, I didn't really vibe with them when I knew them, but, like, they seem like they're doing really well. It looks like what they're doing is really cool. I agree. I, I think the confidence is such a big part of it. Because major key. There's major key. <laughs> uh, because there's so many people I know that are doing things that I have no desire to do and, like, yeah. no interest in, whatever. And even if I don't necessarily love them as a person, it's like, but I really respect that she's, you know, going after what she wants without... Yeah you know, any fear of, well, not without any fear, but without caring about what other people think yeah. and other people's impressions of it. And weirdly enough, I feel like that was kind of our experience with starting this podcast too. Like we'd had conversations leading up to it that of like, people are going to judge yeah. us for this. People are going to have their opinions. <laughs> people are going to, and then it was like, we did the first one and immediately we just didn't care anymore. I also feel like, because I feel like there's a factor of like, if you know what you want, and that's what I said, if you know what you want, there's more respect involved, but also even if you don't know what you want, even if you don't know what career you want to go into or, like, what you're doing in life, if you're transparent about that, there's so much more respect, too. Yeah. It's like, hey, I don't really know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm not going to, like, <laughs> act like I'm the coolest bitch out here when... Yeah, I agree. When I'm fumbling. I know you guys are all fumbling, too, and people are like, okay, cool, they're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, honesty is such a, a real thing. And major we, key. A major key. And I think we try to be really authentic on this podcast as well about our actual thoughts and feelings and experiences and Mm -hmm. the things that we've gone through because people do struggle to be honest. And again, I think 
that goes back into fear of other people judging you. Like, I never talked about how hard it was for me to get a job because I thought people were going to be judging me for it. But it's like, everybody goes Mm -hmm. through shit like that, even if it's not in relation to a job. And I don't care what other people think of me. That was my experience, and I wanted to share it Mm -hmm. authentically on this platform in a way that I thought would hopefully benefit someone else. And it's much more, like, self-actualizing when you do that. No one is 100% all the time, right? Like, yeah. Being honest about that stuff is just, it's its going to be better for you. So before we go, we also kind of wanted to talk about social media and the role that it plays in this because I think just in the year 2020, we can't pretend that it doesn't. Delete it all. <laughs> well, honestly, maybe. <laughs> if you can. If you can, yeah. If you're the person who can do that, by God, do it because... Yeah. If, it, if it's affecting you that much, maybe... I just think do it even if it's not. Flirt with that like, idea. Just get rid of it. If you can get rid of it. I'm slowly working on whittling down my social media presence on uh-huh. various platforms. And I'm starting with Twitter. So that probably was my last tweet of the week for a minute. <laughs> no, she's going to look at my retweets too. I won't have to read two every week now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think social media has made us so, like susceptible to other people's judgment on a much larger scale. And it is kind of terrifying sometimes. Like, we put so much time and thought and care into the things that we post on our social media because we are so, I don't know, aware that people are going to be viewing it and judging it and forming opinions about Mm. us and what we're doing in, like, literal real time, which is so freaky. It's really creepy when I think about it. Social media is weird. I could go (laughs) off about that for, like, a while, but I'm not going to do it right now. So... I actually think social media is a perfect place to start if you're looking for an an area of your life to sort of start adopting this mindset. Like, post whatever the fuck you want on social media. Um, We were kind of talking about this earlier when we weren't recording, but, like, how, why does it matter how many likes your Instagram post gets? I think when I started treating my Instagram specifically, yeah, because that's kind of the only format, my Instagram as, like, a scrapbook, which is truly how I treat it, versus, like oh, is this picture to get the most likes or whatever? Mm-hmm. I just love posting, like, oh, like, I did this with friends. Like, it's not the best quality photo. It's not the cutest photo. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, we could have posed better. We could we could look like Instagram models, but we don't. Yeah. And, like, because just being like, not. but it's cool because we went and we did this, and I want to remember this in a year, right? I like, agree. We don't, I don't, there aren't many people who physically scrapbook anymore and, like, print out photos and all of that. Yeah. And I feel like Instagram is... Kinda. It's a digital scrapbook. Yeah, and so if you treat it more as, like, just memories and photos you like and, like, you know, fuck it, post whatever you want because yeah. in reality people are scrolling past your photo in less than five seconds. Yeah, no one's taking the time to sit. It's so, it's a whole other You go to your profile more than anyone else does. A thousand percent, and you look, again, with me saying that, I and you, you analyze your own photos and look at them and whatever and your caption so much more than other people. Like, I never do that. I never spend more than 10 seconds on someone else's yeah, Instagram post. Exactly. You know, it's just like, and here's my thing. Like, I posted mm-hmm. a picture recently of my dog that I took because I was like, she's so freaking cute mm-hmm. and I just love her. And she's not on my feed nearly enough for the fact that, like, she's a huge part of my life. Like, I just love her. Uh-huh. And it obviously, like, didn't get a million likes. You know, it was a lower like number of likes than I'm used to getting. Does that make my dog less cute? (laughs) Does that mean I, like, does that make me love her less? No! It's literally fake. It's made up. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, 
the 20 guys that only like my pictures because they think yeah. I have a nice butt don't like the picture of my dog. And these... Who cares? These likes, like, what do they mean in reality? Even when you do get a ton of likes or, or not a ton of likes, you know, whatever, or an average amount of likes, like, what? I know we treat them as validation and like, oh, I got 300 likes, like great or whatever. Yeah. But it it affects. It correlates zero. to nothing. Oftentimes, <laughs> people will like you know close friends. I'll suddenly see them like like 20 photos, or not that many, but like 10 mm-hmm. photos or whatever, because they like just miss them, and that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like just none of it means anything. And my friend Nick actually, first of all, he deleted Snapchat, so like. Props to that one. Knock one out. Mm-hmm. He unfollowed everyone on Instagram except for, like, his favorite people, and that is it. Yeah. Like, truly only his close friends. And, like, yeah, he got a little bit of flack for it, like, at first. Like, people were texting him being like, why'd you unfollow me? But, like, when oh he... Ex- I know, which is a bold move, just let it go. But yeah, I when he never. explained himself and was like, I'm doing this for me, like, I don't think anyone... I don't know exactly all of his responses, but... I can't see anyone being like, okay, well, fuck this guy for looking out for his mental health. <laughs> yeah, I I'll totally agree. I unfollowed, after we graduated, I went through and unfollowed, like, 250 plus people, and I've been unfollowing more. Oh, how freeing. Because it's just like, it's not that I don't like you or I think right. you're a bad person. It's like, I don't we're not friends, you. and yeah. I deal with so much, we all do, we deal with such an information dump of other people's lives and like what they're doing and so often I open Instagram in a good mood and by the time I close out of it I like feel bad about myself yeah and I got to this point of it's like I don't need to be feeling bad about myself Mm -hmm. over the content of people I don't even talk to in real life yes fuck that fuck that all the way to hell I'm not doing it and so I've just started unfollowing people and it's like Mm -hmm. and what so why what about it does that make us... Yeah. Sorry. I We weren't friends in real life. Why does our digital relationship matter? Yeah. And I think on the note of unfollowing people, caring about it is kind of silly, but I get it in the sense of like... I understand the If it's someone that you're like, close... You, you feel yeah, like yeah. you're close with, I I do think it's jarring. Yeah. Um, But, you know, random people that yeah. unfollow me, I never have a second thought about it. I'm right. like... And okay. that was an extreme case with Nick, too, because literally, I think he was only following, like, 20 people at the end of it all. Oh, yeah, that's savage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, like, but not yeah, because he was doing it because he was, like, you know, truly, like, yeah, all but I, I need to do Yeah, but, like, is... I know there's at least 100 people that I could be following that, like, if I unfollowed them, they yeah. would be, Oh, like, they would say something. Yes. What? Totally, you know? totally. So, I just what I'm saying. But I'm giving the them the benefit like, of the doubt, not I him. Think, it's no hate on him. No, I understand. And that's the thing is, I think if you are a person who's affected by this and, and you can't get past, like, seeing all these posts, whatever else, mm-hmm. like, you know, unfollowing people is a totally good idea, but also taking a deep breath, think about things for more than a second, like I said yeah. before, like, looking at these photos and being, when you feel bad about yourself, like, oh, she's prettier, they're, you know, they're hanging out and they're mm-hmm. doing fun things, like, realizing, like, well, I did that fun thing a couple days ago, too, and I looked pretty cute, and, like, you know, <laughs> just looking at the positive in these things, yeah. like, don't make other people's happiness make you feel bad. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think on that note, also limiting your exposure to it. Like you don't have to delete your Instagram, but mm-hmm. if you are a person, and I totally am one, where, you know, being on social media too much like does make me feel bad about myself. It makes me feel like I'm missing out or I'm not doing as well as other people and whatever, which is never the freaking case. Yeah. Because social media is such a lie you know, we only post our highest of highs on there. Again, that's a whole other topic we can get into at a later date. But limit your time on it to, like, 20 minutes a day or whatever it is. Like, 
go on there and watch the videos of puppies that you like or I don't know the crafting videos or whatever it is or your favorite you know art music artists and go see what they're up to and then just click out of it like you don't need to be Mm. self-inflicting pain that's the other thing too is that like even if it isn't necessarily affecting you too much like seeing all the posts whatever else like it is totally like a waste of time it is Um, oh yes and so I have like one of those time limits. I know you do too on your phone. You can I set time limits for apps. <laughs> yes, you can set time limits for apps. Mm-hmm. And I'll, so I have like an hour for my social media apps or whatever. Yeah. And yes, you can skip it. Like once it gets to the end, you can put in your passcode and give yourself more time. But it is like a deliberate act. And yeah. every time it happens, I'm like, I cannot believe I've been on Instagram for an hour already today. Like mm-hmm. an hour? I spent an hour of my life on this app. Yeah. And and there are totally times where I'll just bypass it and I'm like, okay, well, I want to keep scrolling. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many other things to do and it makes me conscious of like, okay, yeah. maybe chill. If you want to tweak yourself out and motivate yourself to oh, break your social media addiction, no, no. <laughs> go into your settings and check no. if you have an iPhone. Check out your screen time report. That, oh baby, that is a sucker punch to the gut, let me tell you. That's why I put the limitations on, because I was like, yeah, no. Oh, when I was like, realized at one point that I was spending eight hours a day on my phone, I was like, yeah, that's Oh, and it shows you how many times you unlock it. Does (laughs) it? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. Um, Oh, that's horrifying. But yeah, just be conscious, because there's levels. Be conscious of what you can handle and what's okay with you, because social media can be really, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, I want to say, like, myopic. But, you know, like, focuses in on, like, yeah. just And the, the point good. being, like, yes, so- social media puts us in a position of being, you know, available to be judged by other people more often. But it doesn't <coughs> mean anything. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't. Social media has no value And if it would make you happy to post that picture of your dog or that grainy picture from the concert you went to, like, because you'll enjoy getting to relive that every time you open the app, post it. Like, why does it matter? It just, it so just does not matter. Also, if you're curious about your screen time, I found it. (laughs) Just go to settings and search screen time. Um, And then what I'm talking about specifically, you click on see all activity and then you can either look at week or day, and it shows you, like, how much time you spend on each app and, like, total. And then towards the bottom, it shows, it says pickups, and it says first used after pickup. It shows you which app you opened when you first unlocked your phone, and then it shows you most pickups. So on Thursday, I picked up my phone 231 times, and my daily average is 178. <laughs> Oh my god. And then below that it says notifications. Daily average I have is 316. And it says I got 1560 from messages, 167 from Snapchat, 158 from Twitter. Oh my god, that is I have 76. And uh, I'm throwing my phone away now. I have 76. That's that wow. on uh, now that I've, I've been permanently scarred by looking at my that? screen time for the day, uh, let's run into some final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think my final thoughts from this is kind of broad, but uh, on the flip side of caring how people feel about you, um, wouldn't it just be nice if, and I know this is unrealistic, but like if there truly just was no judgment, like Mm -hmm. of course that's not going to happen, but final thoughts, like 
Just try and be kinder to people. Just as you're going to stop yourself and say, why do I care about what this person thinks? Stop yourself when you're thinking bad things about someone else. Even if they're little fleeting thoughts, which they typically are. Mm -hmm. And just be like, okay, yeah, but like they're vibing. Whatever. They're vibing. Also, it does not matter to me. You're going to be so much happier yourself being nicer. um, And... And also more productive. That's always my thing. I'm like, how much more can I fit into my day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just think it's really important to be happy and to be happy with what you're doing. And typically, if you're listening to what other people would prefer you to do, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Segwaying off of that, I think my main one is like, we're on this planet for a finite amount of time. And you shouldn't be not doing the things that make you happy and spark joy and whatever because you're afraid of what other people think. Like, we're all going to die someday. And Susie from chemistry class's opinion on your sweater is not going to matter. So, again. It's a cute sweater. Don't listen to her. Yeah. What does Susie know? (laughs) Um, But it's just like, you should always be making decisions. Obviously, um you know, not at the expense of other people and or to harm at right, right. at the risk of harming other people, but all of your decisions to me should be geared towards whatever will facilitate the most happiness for you. Um there's as much as they can. Literally no way to please everyone and I realize that thought in and of itself may be anxiety inducing to some people, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah. You're never gonna please everyone. But it's kind of freeing to be like, so fuck it. Exactly. Who cares? The only person you need to please on a day to day basis is yourself. And, again, if you're not doing that, then the only person that's losing out there is you. Mm-hmm. T. To wrap it up. Before we go, yes, I have to say, I need to shout out my cousin, Amanda, mm-hmm. who I've been meaning to shout out for the last two episodes, and I kept forgetting, who is just such a dedicated listener and always sends <laughs> me the nicest stuff and tells me she listens to the podcast, like, on her commute. So, Aww. hi, Amanda. I love you. Hi. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I miss you. She just moved from L.A. a couple weeks ago, so, or months ago. So, Aww, thanks, Amanda. I'm sad. Bye. Aww. Thanks, Amanda. I just wanted to do a little shout-out to how many times have I brought it up this episode? But the people <laughs> who helped me car shop, Nick and my roommate, Kristen, and Anna helped a lot with researching, and everyone else who supported me. Mm-hmm. You guys are the best. We made it. Hey! Thanks for being positive. She's mobile, baby! Positive influences in my life this past these past couple weeks. And yeah, glad we're back. Yeah, we just wanted to end it on a nice little positive note. Send some love to our, our friends and family who are the best. We're going to shout out some good things in the past week from here on out. It's going to yes. be great. Yes. Anyways, we love you guys. You will love get you. no judgment from us. So if you have anything you ever want to talk about, hit us yes. up on Instagram. Text we us. You can find us at what your 20s are for, or my personal Instagram is Melanie D'Andrea. Mine's Miagin. Uh, as you should know if this is Also, I'm now time. active on TikTok at Miagin. Let's go. Oh, hey. <laughs> she goes. Everything should we is make Miagin. some TikToks? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really here for it. Stupid boy thing that I need. <laughs> <laughs>